Welcome to this podcast, Magnified Word. My name's Jim Drinks, and the title of this episode is Inquire of the Lord. So it's about how we are to talk to God about things in our lives and ask Him for guidance when making decisions. And there's some great examples in, in God's Word of people doing that. Uh, the first scripture I want to read is in Proverbs chapter 3. And in verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. So in all of our ways, we are to acknowledge God, and then God will direct our paths. God will show us what to do. But we're not to make decisions on our own, but in all our ways we're to acknowledge God. Consider also James chapter 1. In James chapter 1, verse 5, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. So if we lack wisdom, we just simply ask God, and he'll give us the wisdom. And the verse 6 says, But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So when we're trying to figure out what to do in a certain situation, we can just simply ask God because he gives to all men liberally and then that wisdom will be given. And there's some records in God's word of David and how he simply and effectively just asked God what to do in different situations and God told him, and it was really crucial that he had an answer from God in, in some of the situations that he was in. And so in this episode, we're going to spend some time looking at David. Let's look at First Samuel chapter 23. In 1 Samuel chapter 23, verse 1, Then they told David, saying, Behold, the Philistines fight against Keilah, and they rob the threshing floors. Therefore David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go and smite these Philistines? 
See, David inquired of the Lord. David asked God, What should I do? Should I go and smite these Philistines? And the Lord said unto David, Go and smite the Philistines, and save Keilah. And David's men said unto him, Behold, we be afraid here in Judah. How much more then if we come to Keilah against the armies of the Philistines? Then David inquired of the Lord yet again. And the Lord answered him and said, Arise, go down to Keilah, for I will deliver the Philistines into thine hand. So David had an answer from God. And then there was these other men that were expressing uh, doubts and concerns about it. And David simply talked to God about it again. You know, and we can do that too if, if there's a situation where God tells us something and and then we get a little bit of uncertainty. You know, we can go back to God again and, and then... God can reassure us. And you see how it was it was just so simple that David just asked God, Should I go and do this? And God said, Go and do it. In verse five says So David and his men went to Keilah and fought with the Philistines, and brought away their cattle and smote them with a great slaughter. So David saved the inhabitants of Keilah. And it came to pass, when Abiathar the son of Ahimelech fled to David to Keilah, that he came down with an ephod in his hand. And it was told Saul that David was come to Keilah. And Saul said, God hath delivered him into mine hand, for he is shut in by entering into a town that had gates and bars. And Saul called all the people together to war, to go down to Keilah, to besiege David and his men. And David knew that Saul secretly practiced mischief against him. And he said to Abiathar the priest, Bring hither the ephod. Now this is something where, at this time, they would sometimes go to a priest or or a prophet or a seer. And there was this ephod that was involved when a person would go to ask something of God. And this was before Jesus Christ came and completed all that he accomplished. And so now we have more access available at this time than what was available back in the Old Testament. You know, we read in James that we could just, that anyone can just ask of God, and God gives to all men liberally. But, so here in this record with David, there was this priest named Abiathar who was involved. In verse 10, Then said David, O Lord God of Israel, Thy servant has certainly heard that Saul seeketh to come to Keilah to destroy the city for my sake. Will the men of Keilah deliver me up 
into his hand? Will Saul come down, as thy servant hath heard? O Lord God of Israel, I beseech thee, tell thy servant. And the Lord said, He will come down. Then said David, Will the men of Keilah deliver me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, They will deliver thee up. So it's pretty crucial here that David talked to God and got an answer from God because there was Saul and his men were coming to surround the city and he didn't know if if he would be safe in the city or if the men of that city of Keilah would deliver him into Saul's hand. And God had told him that they would deliver him into Saul's hand. So verse 13 says, Then David and his men, which were about 600, arose and departed out of Keilah, and went whithersoever they could go. And it was told Saul that David was escaped from Keilah, and he forbeared to go forth. And David abode in the wilderness and strongholds and remained in a mountain in the wilderness of Ziph. And Saul sought him every day, but God delivered him not into his hand. So it was important that he asked God what to do in that situation so that he could get out of that city and so uh, Saul didn't catch him and and kill him there. You know, and likewise, it's very important for us to go to God and ask Him for guidance in different situations that that we run into. First Samuel chapter thirty. In First Samuel. Chapter 30, verse 1. And it came to pass, when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag, and smitten Ziklag, and burned it with fire, and had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away, and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives, and their sons, and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captives, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess, and Abigail the wife of Nabal the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. 
And David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David. So he's asking him to bring the ephod to him because he's going to ask God what to do. Verse 8 says, And David inquired at the Lord. David asked God, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him. God answered him. Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. So David went, he and the six hundred men that were with him, and came to the brook Besor, where those that were left behind stayed. But David pursued, he and four hundred men, for two hundred abode behind, which were so faint that they could not go over the brook Besor. And they found an Egyptian in the field, and brought him to David, and gave him bread, and he did eat, and they made him drink water. And they gave him a piece of a cake of figs, and two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit came again to him, for he had eaten no bread, nor drunk any water, three days and three nights. And David said unto him, To whom belongest thou, and whence art thou? And he said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite, and my master left me, because three days agone I fell sick. We made an invasion upon the south of the Cherethites, and upon the coast which belongeth to Judah, and upon the south of Caleb, and we burned Ziklag with fire. And David said to him, Canst thou bring me down to this company? And he said, Swear unto me by God, that thou wilt neither kill me, nor deliver me into the hands of my master, and I will bring thee down to this company. And when he had brought him down, behold, they were spread abroad upon all the earth, eating and drinking and dancing, because of all the great spoil that they had taken out of the land of the Philistines and out of the land of Judah. And David smote them from the twilight even unto the evening of the next day. And there escaped not a man of them, save four hundred young men, which rode upon camels and fled. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. And David rescued his two wives. And there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that they had taken to them. David recovered all. So here's another record where some really uh, some rough circumstances. But David asked God, should I do this? Should I go after that army and overtake them? And God told him to do it. And so he just followed those instructions in and he was very successful. 
I also want to look at a record in the book of Joshua. Joshua, chapter 9. So in Joshua chapter 9, this is when Joshua and the Israelites were coming into the promised land. And this was right after they had destroyed the city of Ai. And here in chapter 9, verse 1, it says, And it came to pass, when all the kings which were on this side Jordan, in the hills and in the valleys, in all the coasts of the great sea, over against Lebanon, the Hittite and the Amorite, the Canaanite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite, heard thereof, that they gathered themselves together to fight with Joshua and with Israel with one accord. And when the inhabitants of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done unto Jericho and to Ai, they did work wildly, so they were being very subtle or, or crafty, and went and made as if they had been ambassadors, and took old sacks upon their asses, and wine bottles, old and rent, and bound up, and old shoes, and clouded upon their feet, and old garments upon them, and all the bread of their provision was dry and moldy. So these people that lived in Gibeon, after they heard what Joshua had done unto Jericho and to Ai, they decided to be crafty and, and deceptive. And they pretended that they were ambassadors from a faraway place. And verse 6 says, And they went to Joshua unto the camp at Gilgal and said unto him and to the men of Israel we be come from a far country now therefore make you a league with us and the men of Israel said unto the Hivites peradventure or perhaps you dwell among us and how shall we make a league with you and they said unto Joshua we are thy servants and Joshua said unto them, Who are you, and from whence come you? And they said unto him, From a very far country your servants are come, because of the name of the Lord thy God. For we have heard the fame of him, and all that he did in Egypt, and all that he did to the two kings of the Amorites that were beyond Jordan, to Sihon king of Heshbon, and to Og king of Bashan, which was at Ashtaroth. But see, they were lying to him. They said that they were from a very far country, which we're going to see was not true. In verse 11 it says, Wherefore our elders and all the inhabitants of our country spake to us, saying, Take victuals with you for the journey, and go to meet them, and say unto them, We are your servants, therefore now make you a league with us. This our bread we took hot for our provision out of our houses on the day we came forth to go unto you. But now, behold, it is dry and it is moldy. 
See, they're making up a big story. And it's all a lie. And these bottles of wine, which we filled, were new. And behold, they be rent. And these are garments, and our shoes are become old by reason of the very long journey. And the men took of their victuals, and asked not counsel at the mouth of the Lord. See, look at this, verse 14. It says, And the men took of their victuals, and asked not counsel at the mouth of the Lord. They didn't check in with God. They didn't ask God before they did this. In verse 15 says, And Joshua made peace with them, and made a league with them, to let them live, and the princes of the congregation swear unto them. And it came to pass at the end of three days, after they had made a league with them, that they heard that they were their neighbors, and that they dwelt among them. See, so they had made this this league with them, like this peace treaty with them, because they just believed the things that they said, and they didn't ask God before they did this. And then they found out that, they, that they'd been lied to, that these people were really their neighbors. They were among the people that were supposed to be driven out of the land. Verse 17 says, And the children of Israel journeyed and came unto their cities on the third day. Now their cities were Gibeon, and Chephirah, and Beeroth, and kerjath Jearim. And the children of Israel smote them not, because the princes of the congregation had sworn unto them by the Lord God of Israel, and all the congregation murmured against the princes. But all the princes said unto all the congregation, We have sworn unto them by the Lord God of Israel. Now therefore we may not touch them. This we will do to them. We will even let them live, lest wrath be upon us, because of the oath which we swear unto them. So here's a record where people didn't talk to God before they made a decision, and then they got in this mess where they couldn't drive out and and destroy the the inhabitants of the land like they were supposed to. So, you see, it's very important for us to to talk to God and, and ask Him for guidance in decisions that we make. And as we see from reading those records of David, it can be very simple. We just ask him a, a simple question and and he gives us an answer. And let's go back to Samuel now. This time let's look at Second Samuel chapter 2. In Second Samuel chapter 2, back to looking at David again. In verse 1 it says, And it came to pass after this, that David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up into any of the cities of Judah? 
And the Lord said unto him, Go up. And David said, Whither shall I go up? And he said, Unto Hebron. See, it can just be real simple. And if we have questions about more of the details, we can ask God about that too. You see that here in this record where he asked God, Should I go up into any of the cities of Judah? God said, Yes. David said, Where? God said, Hebron. So David went up thither, and his two wives also, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, Nabal's wife, the Carmelite. And his men that were with him did David bring up every man with his household, and they dwelt in the cities of Hebron. So if we have questions about what we should do and different situations in our lives and different decisions in front of us, we can simply ask God and, and ask Him in as much detail as we want. And God can tell us all we need to know. In uh, chapter 5 of Second Samuel, in verse 17, But when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines came up to seek David, and David heard of it and went down to the hold. The Philistines also came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up to the Philistines? Wilt thou deliver them into mine hand? And the Lord said unto David, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into thine hand. And David came to Baal-perazim, and David smote them there, and said, The Lord hath broken forth upon mine enemies before me as a breach of waters. Therefore he called the name of that place Baal-perazim. And there they left their images, and David and his men burned them. And the Philistines came up yet again and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. Now look at this in, in verse 23 it says, And when David inquired of the Lord, he said, Thou shalt not go up, but fetch a compass behind them and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. Well, it's, it's good that David checked in with God there. It's good that David didn't just assume that, hey, well, last time God told me to go up against him, so that's probably what I'm supposed to do this time again. It's good that he asked God, because this time God told him, thou shalt not go up. And said he, he did a different technique where he, he fetched a compass behind them. In verse 24 it says, And let it be, when thou hearest the sound of a going in the tops of the mulberry trees, that then thou shalt bestir thyself. For then shall the Lord go out before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. And David did so, as the Lord had commanded him, and smote the Philistines from Geba until thou come to Gazer. 
Well, so these Old Testament records beautifully illustrate how going to God and asking Him for for guidance can be so simple. And we also see that it's so important. And you know, God's Word tells us to in all our ways, acknowledge God, and then He'll direct our paths. And if if anyone lacks wisdom, just ask God. He He gives to all men liberally, and then it'll be given him. <laughs> <laughs> 